Did you know around 83% of Americans with disabilities are unemployed? We are changing that. The Prospector Theater is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to providing competitive and integrated employment for adults with disabilities through the operation of a first-run movie theater in Ridgefield, Connecticut. We greet, seat, and treat our audiences to the best, most accessible movie-going experience in the world. Hollywood blockbusters, delicious gourmet popcorn, and one-of-a-kind pink glove service. Join us for a movie and see our sparkle in action. For more information or to purchase tickets, visit www.prospectortheater.org. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. <laughs> With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating, it brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Hey guys, it's Boston comedian Dave Russo, and you're listening to Still Token with On the Dorkening Podcast Network. Do not change that dial. I'm going to punch you in the face. Right in the face. This week, Ben, Jeff, and Leo are still talking with the very lovely and talented Chloe Trakers. Chloe was born and raised in Zimbabwe. Her father is international cricket star, John Trakers, and her mother, Annette Killeff, is an artist. She lived in Zimbabwe until until 2005 when she was forced to flee the country after having made a controversial documentary about the country's leader, Robert Mugabe. In her documentary Chloe speaks out on behalf of the Zimbabwean people who have spent years being persecuted and starved. Despite the fact she had to leave the country, Chloe's documentary, aptly named A Stranger in My Homeland, went on to win awards throughout the world. Chloe then immigrated to Australia with her parents and sister. In Australia Chloe went on to make the award-winning indie film I Wish I Was Stephanie V which opened the New York City International Film Festival in 2011, with a special screening outside in Times Square. Chloe has since moved to the US where she continues to make films. Get ready for a kick-ass show shortly after these important messages. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. But thank you all for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun.
Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? Do have a free the Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet Films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Hey, hey, welcome to Still Token With. My name is Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here, and we have an awesome show scheduled for you today. And as always, before we get the ball rolling, make sure you check out the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. That's where you're going to find all the information about our awesome guests and these awesome dudes here. Dude number one, Ben, how's it going? <laughs> Good. How you doing, brother? Doing fine. Doing fine. And dude number two, Jeffrey. I want to know when we became dudes. <laughs> I've always been a dude. Well, yeah, but in the introduction, dudes. Dude. Hey, dude. Come on. Dude. You're killing me, guys. <laughs> I'm just glad you pushed the right fucking button to start tonight. Well, thank you. Yes. It's, uh, well, I got one job. Might as well do it right. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Welcome to the show, everybody. Yeah. So, so we're going to have fun. We we are, and I'm I'm waiting for you to do uh, try to pronounce our most awesome guest's name, Jeffrey. Uh, it's um. Uh, let me introduce Chloe Trakos. That's right. <laughs> See, and it wasn't he even on the screen. I could. He cheated. He cheated. When you went to get your coffee, he asked her. He cheated. Oh, I kind of <laughs> I kind of figured he would. <laughs> well, it was it was accepted either either way. So Trakos or Trakos. That's right. That's See? right. Yes. Well, uh, the actual correct pronunciation is tricos, but Americans say tricos, which I think sounds so much better. So I'm happy to just go with that. Awesome. Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, just a heads up, we'll play the trailer a little later, but you have a brand new movie that was out in theaters introducing Jodea. Uh, yes. And uh, that came out uh, just uh, two weeks ago, right? That's right. Yes. Very wow, cool. I was I'm impressed that you didn't butcher the name, Leo. Oh wait, Leo's the dork. He doesn't butcher the name. That's our job. My bad. Chodeo, <laughs> see. See, it's so new, it's not even on my notes. Well, that's because you didn't look at the right stuff, because I have it on mine. See? Oh well see, I I, I, I go I go back. Oh me too. I try and do. Oh oh me too. You know? What? Couldn't find much dirt on her though. I found a little bit. No, I I, I didn't find any dirt. Well, I wouldn't call it dirt, but something interesting. But we'll get into that after. You know? 
right? Well, there's a so, lot of interesting uh, stuff, yeah. but uh, yeah, there's a ton of interesting stuff. Fire away, Leo, because you want to say something. I can well, see that. I was just going to say, you know, uh, looking at your IMDb, the Righteous Gemstones. That's right. Yes. Oh my God, I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. It is. It's um. I was more impressed that you actually did an appearance on MacGyver. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that I, that was um yeah yeah that was just a that was just a I I think I it's like that was like a blink and you miss me one but yeah the the gemstones was more fun. It does yeah I mean it didn't matter it's a blink I mean that was always one of my favorite shows and just the fact that you were a blink on it. <laughs> well, this is I mean well this is the new one not the classic old one. Oh yeah yeah I know I um yeah it's I I personally don't think it's as good as the old one but that's just. No, it's not as good as me. I agree with her. Yeah, See, I like her already. <laughs> yep, no, no, yeah. no, nothing, nothing beats the original. Yeah, yeah. Did, so the new one, did, did he like, was he able to do stuff with like a paper clip and a piece of gum and then, you know, you know was... I, I mean, to be honest, I don't actually watch the show. Okay. But, um, <laughs> I was will just... not be on another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, but um, but yeah, it's uh, but I presume he is. You know, um, actually, it's it's very interesting. Um, when I was growing up in Africa, there was a horrible case where um, kid these kids were kidnapped in South Africa, and one girl actually escaped because she watched MacGyver, and she saw how um, she opened the when she was locked in a closet, she opened it with a tin can, and oh. um, after that, like my mom like went out and bought the whole collection of videos and was like you guys you kids are watching this in case you're ever kidnapped <laughs> that's that's awesome actually so that, that that is, yeah. yeah she actually um and she escaped and thanks to her they actually caught the couple who were kidnapping these kids um but yeah but it was thanks to macgyver um so yeah well, you know it, it could go an opposite way i mean i love the original macgyver but uh they tried to do a spy show similar where the spy was like uh, the first season, he was like saying, you know, if you need to get into a room, you know, this is how you make like a small bomb to like blow, you know, and he it was just like MacGyver, you know, talking things through. But the thing was, what he was talking about was actually real, and they had to like cut that out, <laughs> you know, oh, like God. he was actually so, yeah, people could yeah get the, yeah. the oh, wrong yeah. people seeing it and yeah yeah I mean crazy yeah, I I mean it was a cool concept, but it was uh yeah it it really went downhill after the first season, <laughs> and that's where leo dorks out folks i do sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> okay. but yeah so you're a writer a producer right an actress yes what else do you do well uh, producing something i do because i have to it's not by choice um uh i'm mostly a writer actress but yes it's uh you know it's kind of one of these things in this you know to get your project off the ground you kind of have to play a producing role as well makes yeah. sense yeah she's right it's yeah she's absolutely what, right kind of what we're doing right yes absolutely it's yeah you know yeah wow yeah. Uh, so one thing that I, I I'm not sure if you guys uh, had a chance to watch it, but I, I watched the you're introducing Judea, and uh, one thing that I love about it is sh movies like this showing the I, I since I don't know that lifestyle, like how much yeah. of it is real. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, a lot of it is um yeah, it's poetic license, obviously, yeah. but it's um 
a lot of it was inspired by real stuff. I mean, everyone going out to be an actor is is told unpleasant things, like why they're wrong for a role and stuff. And of course, I I had to like make I made the grand character was like a caricature of all horrible agents. He yep. says to her, you know, you're too ugly, um, you can't act, you know, all of this stuff. So, um, I, you know, that's stuff we've we've all experienced. And then it just you know, and stuff like um also in in L.A. they very um. You know, you just can't get meetings with agents. It's impossible. And so, um, you know, you have to get a manager to book a meeting with an agent. It's like, so um, that was why, and that was where I came up with the idea of the comic Jodea kind of sneaking into the offices, getting escorted out kind of thing, because I thought that adds to the comedy of it. But yeah, but they are, they are like that, that here. They are very, um, you know, there is like this whole us and them kind of way of life and um you know it's just it's it is it's it's um you know it is it's very hard to to break into which is kind of the whole thing of the story and uh so like a director actually staying in the trailer and then like having a camera and microphone on set is is that like do people actually do that apparently they do i haven't encountered it um we um the the guy who was going to direct us before john came on board wonderful guy um uh it was actually his idea and he um you know um and he said he'd been on so many film shoots where directors had done that um you know he ended up not directing because he was a award-winning editor and director and he kept getting these multi-million dollar gigs and eventually you know he just i said to him look i want to go ahead and he said go ahead without me, Chloe, it's fine. But, um, but, but that I kept in and, you know, and he's credited with that because it, it, it was such a funny, funny storyline. And I think it, it, it worked, you know, kind of, yeah. I mean, so I personally never encountered it, but yeah, apparently it happens. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, since, since we don't live that lifestyle, you know, over in LA, it's just, you know, a lot of us imagine, you know, what is, you know, I know Ben and Jeff probably, you know what it's like, you know, being on, uh, on set and stuff like that, but it's just, well, yeah, but it's a little weird because we're with Bill. I mean, it's that's not like yeah. that's not normal shit, you know. Yeah, what we're doing is not normal. No, you know, not at all. No, you know, a lot of people can't say that they're actually very close with the owner of the studio and the the guy that's producing it and directing right. it and filming it and lighting right. it. You know, right? Yeah, oh yeah. You know, and, you, know. you know, but we're building our own sets and we're doing. You know what I mean? So we're that's totally. Great. I love it. Totally hands on, which, you know, which makes it really, really personal. And we love that, you know? Yes. Yeah. And we love Bill, you know, but that's, he, it's he, not he's normal, family, you know? So we, you know, we're, we're just not normal. Nothing we do is normal. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you yeah. know? No, that, that's good. That's the best way to be not normal. No, no, I mean, we don't even, we don't even have a script. Well, that's, no. that's good. I, I, I'm always more relaxed with those interviews that are without a script. Oh, even no, the filming. There's yeah, no script. We're, we're filming a TV series that coincides with our comic book. We're using the comic book as the script. And we're just <laughs> elongating every scene. I love it. Well, you know, well, I, and I find that the actors who are good with improv are the best. Like, I mean, with, with the Jodea movie, um, the guy who plays Harold, he improvs most of that. Um, and same with uh, Steve Kimber, the guy who plays Fred. Um, he's a stand-up comedian, and so they um, they improved a lot of the dialogue, and it was hilarious. You know, I oh, think nice. it makes it more real. You know, yeah, it does. It makes it more real, and especially like with me being a writer. Often when I write characters, like I, I'm not a guy, I sometimes say things that guys would never say, and I've had actors look at me and go, "Oh, the guy just wouldn't say that." And I, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, I'm totally cool. Like I'm just like I want it to sound real, so I always just say to them, "Well, say what sounds natural to you," you know. And so it's um. 
you know, it does, it does, you're right. It does seem more, more real. And, um, and, and that's, and I, and I like that. Cool. Absolutely. Leo's geeking out up there for some reason. Yeah, he is. He's geeking out about something. I'm keeping eyes on everything. So, so, uh, (laughs) uh, so this movie, uh, you know, just, uh, hit theaters. So what, what's your, your next project that you're working on? Well, I have a few. Um, I'm not sure which one. It's going to be a case of whichever one gets the most interest. I mean, I have several. I have an action project. I have a courtroom drama. I have um, a thriller. I have. Um, so I, I'm not actually sure. It's hard to say. Okay. So, so, um, so basically, what she's telling everybody that's watching and, and going to be listening is: join our page, follow along, <laughs> and pay attention. <laughs> Pretty simple. Or they can find out more about Aware Leo. Up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. <laughs> and that would be in the show notes. That's why it, we have him. It will. <laughs> yeah, I, I got one job and I tried to do it well. Uh, we do have the trailer. Would you like to introduce uh, introducing uh, Jodea? Uh, you mean like, <laughs> uh, like uh, what do you want me to say? Like where it's playing or? Uh, whatever, you, of- whatever you'd like to say. <laughs> Okay, so um, so introducing Jodea is a night, a little romantic comedy, which um, about the film industry, um, about a very untalented actress who crosses paths with a world famous director, and he teaches her to act. And it's just it's not it's meant to be just a feel good story, um, which people I think need after the year of COVID. Um, so yes, it's um it's on at the the Lamley theaters have screened it and it's now they're screening it online. I'm not sure for how much longer, but it's on their site lamley.com. And then we are yeah, and then we should we should be online on various platforms pretty soon after. Very cool. Here we go. Yeah. Five dollars for a menstrual today. You get Ethan Burns for me in the movies that hit. Ethan's heard all the rumors about the drug abuse, and he doesn't want any part of it. We need time now. Who's trying to? How about we come to an arrangement? I'll take care of the damage, and you put me in your film. I don't believe this. You killed my brother. Now, vengeance is mine! You can teach that to act. I convince Ethan Burns to do the lead in the film. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Punching. It says on the script. Just, just don't. Vengeance is mine! Is it? I feel like the bag's winning here. Now it's time for you to fate. She is so bad. He's gotta be fucking her. Cut! Hollywood's not about loyalty, Zach. All that stuff you told me about thinking I had potential, that was all lies, huh? see a film called Born in Vegas? That, that is the worst acting ever. Have you seen it? 
I had the lead role in that film. There we go. And uh, links are in the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely, you know, uh, it's hard to say. It, it looks it's, dude, you, I was you laughing certainly punched like off. a girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, no, well, 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 it's, it's, I mean, it's it just, it's meant to be a funny, silly movie, you know, and I just think, um, yeah. So I just, yeah, but hopefully people watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that one line that she's so bad, he must be fucking her. I literally almost choked on my soda. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a good comedy, but it's also a you know a feel good movie, you know, and we definitely need more movies like that after you know the hell of a year that we all had. So it's uh, yes. Yeah. people keep talking about this hell of a year that they had. I don't, I didn't experience that. I don't know. But you you don't need it with with your work if you you're based inside, aren't you? So you you were okay. No, I actually I'm, I do construction for a living. This is oh, like this is yeah, this, this is, is like a part yeah, this is a oh, wow. thing that we do yeah. for fun. Construction um, would have been that would have not been good. No, no, that wasn't any fun, but we were able to kick out two comic books last year good. and start the filming of the TV series. So we good. just so you use it as an opportunity. That's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That. Take that's advantage it. of the time. Yep. Yes, yeah. that's it. Well we um we actually well we were so lucky, you know, we shot the entire movie. We finished shooting the pickup shots except one the week before lockdown. And the shot we didn't get is the shot at the limo shot when Zach goes to pick her up for the premiere. And um, to me as a girl, that's one of my favorite moments because it's the romantic moment. It's the first time he kind of sees her as a woman. Yeah. Director John was kind of like, well, we didn't, he didn't really want to do that shot in the first place. And it ended up the day we were shooting, there was a mix-up with the limo company, which is why we didn't get it. So we shot the reverse on me, but we didn't get the shot on Zach. And then, of course, lockdown happens. So, um, you know, so John edited the movie, except for that shot. And I was, you know, resigned to thinking, will we ever get it? You know, will you know? And but we did. Like towards the end of lockdown, we managed to get in touch with the limo with the limo company, who were amazing, and they um, and we got it. Because to me. You know, I mean, John was like, you know, well, you got to think about we might just have to take that out altogether. And we just go straight from her putting on makeup to the movie premiere. And, you know, a few of the girls who've seen the movie agree with me. It's it's very much a girl thing. They're like, no, we need that. We needed that shot. So, yeah. Right. Well, but, sometimes it's those little things that can make a big difference. The right. sentimental right. side of stuff. Right, right. Exactly. And it's, so, yeah, so lockdown was good for us and that we got the editing done. Right. Cool. Um, now you did a you you, uh, you wrote another one, and I think Leo mentioned it before. And I just who is Stephanie V? Oh yes, that was my first movie. I wish I was Stephanie V. That was um, it, that again. That was another comedy. Um, that was about that followed the lives of three girls in Australia, all from different ethnic backgrounds. And Stephanie V is this gorgeous Eurasian girl who seemingly has everything, but. You know, and, and and it's later found out that she's actually HIV positive. So it's a comedy, but with the dark side to it too. No, oh, okay. I was I I was trying to figure out if like Stephanie V was actually a real person that. No, no, it's a, yeah. okay. It's um, I mean, you you better than most. A lot of people said to us, "Oh, is that? I wish I was Stephanie the fifth. Um, so it's um, you know. Yeah. It, no. No. I would. Yeah. 
But yeah, no, no, that was that was my first movie, my first feature. Yeah. Uh, and you won an award of excellence for that. That yeah, that did that had that did, had a little that had a good festival run. Yep, it was. I mean, it was very much a um, a little independent piece that, um, but it was a lot of fun making it. And um, yeah, it was it was my first one. Now was that filmed in Australia while you were there? Yeah, that was when I was living there. Yes. Okay, but it premiered in New York. It did premiere in New York. I, I find I it's a, well, I see I love America. America tends to support my movies more than Australia does. So <laughs> I always get rejected. All my films always get rejected from the Australian Film Festival, but they do really well over here. So um, yeah, so it's like we um, it um, we get all kinds of um, you know I it, so yeah so it's like so it's 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 wonderful. So yeah, so we actually that was a festival. New York City International Film Festival, and that year they haven't done it. I haven't done it since they actually had outdoor screenings in Times Square. Right. And we opened the festival, and it was just amazing, surreal seeing your movie up there in Times Square. It was it was incredible. That's cool. Yeah, it was great. I want my movie in Times Square. I'll probably get arrested for playing it, but hey, probably <laughs> <laughs> get arrested just for being there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> It's okay though. I'm I'm okay with that. I don't mind. Yeah. So <coughs> so you were raised in a. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No. No. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, no. No. I I was gonna say. So so you're raised in uh, Zimbabwe, and your father was a cricket star. That's okay. right. I want I wanted to see where he was going with that. It's stuff that I want to talk about that after. But yes, your father was a cricket star. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. He used to play cricket for Zimbabwe. Yep. Okay. What's how do you play with crickets? <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> it's like it's uh, that. You see, this is why when we immigrated, why we didn't go to America because I don't think my dad could have handled going to a country where they didn't know what cricket is. <laughs> so my, that's why my parents are in Australia. I came over here by myself. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it's uh, cricket is a very slow version of baseball. Um, okay, I mean, in, over here we have crickets. Yes. Yeah, there, <laughs> did, did you guys? Do you guys have crickets? We do. We have crickets in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. So, so. The hell kind of question is that? Yeah. What the hell, Joe? <laughs> okay. Like, so, so oh, hey, is, is cricket the one with like the flat bat, or is that? Yeah, they have yes. a flat bat, and please don't ask me too much about it. I'm no. so embarrassed to say I know so little about the game, even though I grew up watching it. Um, yeah, and I know they well, bounce the ball. Away. It looks like no, ball, sort of. Uh, no, no. I think you're thinking of croquet. I, well, maybe. I don't, I don't yeah. know. It's all the same to me. It's, uh, it's, it's like <laughs> baseball, but they all wear white, and it's very slow. Croquet. Isn't that the thing you do with the needles and, and you like, no, make things? <laughs> oh. You're thinking of... Gotcha. Yeah, yeah no. Cricket that's is, sort of like knitting. Leo. <laughs> what the hell? I don't, I don't know anything about sewing or knitting, so I... <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell? Well, this is also, you... you know, I barely know sports myself, but, you know, the U.S. is mainly just, uh, you know, football and baseball. Baseball we don't know. and basketball, I think, as well. And hockey. Yeah, bas- no, I was yeah. going to say, no, no, hockey. Hockey. Baseball is like watching fucking paint dry. Yeah. I oh, No, no, no. You see, baseball's exciting compared to cricket. No, cricket. well, it's all like watching paint dry to me. <laughs> <laughs> see, I love baseball. I, I, I try to make one game a year. Um, so, yeah. Okay. I went to a baseball game once. I think I fell asleep. <laughs> Under a blanket because it was fucking freezing. It was in April. 
people, you got to go to a game in like LA or something where it's always sunny. Yeah. Or or right. or go in a box. Oh, uh, he can't <laughs> afford the box. Yeah. Well, those are hellish expensive usually. Yeah. yeah. A box? What am I, a cat? What I'm not going to answer that. Okay, so so let's veer it back to your your film production. Can you do that, please? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to try. So so you said. Uh, with these passion products that, uh, projects that you have, you, you said you had to, you know, become a producer to make sure they get made. Uh, so what's the process? So, you know, it's we keep on hearing like we, I know people outside of film industry like we know to, what the director does and stuff like that, but like a producer, you know, we we really don't know what it does. Yeah, I know it's funny. So many people said to me, "What's the difference between a producer and director?" Um, but, but yeah, but I mean, and I didn't know myself. Well, I mean, when I was a kid, I was used to wonder the same thing. It would it basically, it's a producer who gets a project off the ground. They like, um, they will appoint a director, um, and um, and then they will go. Out. The producer's job is to find the money, go to investors, um, and also to. Um, it's more the producer who's involved than the director to package it for the bigger budget projects. you they, There's a whole packaging thing, like they will say, okay, so here's this project. We have Steven Spielberg directing, and we would like to put it out to, you know, you go to the agents, we'd like to offer, make an offer to Tom Cruise or to whoever um, they want to go it out to. So it's like, it's a whole process, which the producer does in getting it off the ground. And then also it's kind of like, um, you know, at the very end, it's kind of the producer has the final say of the cut, which is why you often get those um, director cuts. But that's like the directors having their say, like, hey, what you did to my ending, this is my version. So that's why often you get those on DVD. So, yeah, so it's kind of like the producer's kind of like the power person. Leo, well, you should know that. You're the producer of the Dorkening podcast. Now. Yeah, but this, this, <laughs> the the, this is different. This is, I'm pushing buttons here. It's just. <laughs> Well, that's kind of what the producer does. He pushes everybody's yeah, fucking, or she pushes everybody's right. buttons. Right. They do, they do. Yep. <laughs> you know how many buttons I push for sponsorships? <laughs> yep. And they they get on everyone's nerves because they kind of like, why does that cost so much? You know, we're not spending X amount of dollars on that. You know, so it's kind of, um, you know, the director's job's easy. He just tells everyone, all the actors, what to do. Um, so it's you know, but but yeah, but it's uh, but yeah, so that's technically what a producer is. Um. That was actually a good answer because I always wanted that myself. That was actually a good question. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm almost impressed with you tonight, Leo. <laughs> Just saying, you don't give Leo enough credit. I give Leo more than enough credit. I don't. So. I don't need. Who that. else did I send a baby Yoda silver to? A baby Yoda silver. Yeah, one ounce. It's one troy ounce of silver shaped like baby Yoda. Come on, look at Baby Yoda behind him back there. I, I, I give him more than enough credit. <laughs> Leo. Yes, sir. We have sponsors. Oh, yeah, we do. Uh, it's, it's a good thing. Thanks for yeah, reminding me. It's about that time, so you should probably do that before we forget again. Uh, okay, so, yeah, we, you know, we, we try our best to produce a big show for you. And, uh, you know, with that, you know, it, it, it costs money to run everything. And we have an awesome sponsor. You know, we love indie people. And, uh, you know, Deadly Grounds, they're a little mom and pop shop right here in Connecticut. They make the absolute best coffee you'll ever have. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm drinking a lot of it right now. Uh, but you know what? Here's a zombie talking about coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. 
It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Brown's coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. And uh, yeah, so if you love flavored coffee, I'm drinking chocolate raspberry right now. Uh, they have a new s'mores flavored, uh, which uh, I, I keep on hearing is amazing. But I, I have too much coffee. I need to uh, drink it Isn't first. The chocolate raspberry, the witch's brew. Is that yeah, witch's oh my, brew? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay, Leo? I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you need yeah. a Kleenex or a tissue? Well, I mean, see, this is why I got really excited just now. I'm sorry. I'm well, this saying. is this is what happens when I'm drinking coffee instead of you know my normal rum and coke. You know, is uh, you know, once I'm, I'm my, I once <laughs> <laughs> once the doctor says that I'm okay to drink, I'll be get back on the uh, the rum and coke. But you <laughs> can't drink right now. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's uh yeah, well I'm I'm on a couple different meds right now, so Oh, that's Yeah, I was in the hospital a couple weeks back, but it's uh oh, all all's sorry. great. All's good. But uh yeah. you know what's even better is uh these guys here have an awesome trailer for episode one. Uh what what what's that look for? I don't know. Push the buttons. Get will you start drinking again? If your world was turned upside down, what would you do? What the fuck are we gonna do now? Get high. So if you want to support these awesome people, check the links up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. That was Token with the Dead episode one. And uh, there's a Vimeo link right below. And uh, you're talking about drinking, uh, you know, Connecticut's legal I, I, now. I wasn't even impressed by that trailer. I mean, well, those guys can't fucking act. 
and they're both ugly. When are, when are we going to see a trailer for episode two? Are you going to do a trailer for that? It's in the works. It's in the works. Yeah, there'll be a trailer for that. I don't know, but we're not here to talk about that. No, we're not. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. And yes, you're right. I, I thought it was great. And Connecticut did go legal. It did. It did. So. Yes, it did. Yeah. It, it... So when are we going to see you cracking out the pipe? <laughs> Uh, Jeff better drop off some gummies when you, uh, when you, uh, drive on through. <laughs> that's well, so that's a, how it's going to be. Huh? That is a, uh, that is a date. I yes, will drive the, I'll make him drive the hour out of the way to the other side of Connecticut just to drop them off. Yeah. See, that's the weird thing is they, they legalized it, but legally you can't bring it into the state. Like you can't cross borders and Connecticut can't sell. So it's illegal to possess. You just—I mean, it's legal to possess. You just there's—you can't buy it, or you can't. Yeah, you're a couple of years away with that. Uh, next year, to California, I think, you'll I, think be fine, Leo. I think it's next year. Um, yeah, I heard a couple of years away with that, but a couple of years to grow. Okay. Yeah. If well, you like Massachusetts, it's all dragging your ass. Okay. They just drag their ass. They want the license money, the license money, the license money. Yeah. Hello, gentlemen. Yes. Hello. Do you not see that we have a guest? We do. We do. We do. Oh, oh okay. Yes. I thought maybe you just wanted to be like the Leo and Jeff show, and we we could just sit back and chill and drink. So, um, is um, who's who's Catherine? Is it your mom, or my your sister. my sister? Your sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. she wrote and directed Ghost Death. Yes. Yes, that was a short movie she did with me, um, which was very, very, a very quirky one when, when she was studying film. And we um, we actually managed to keep that at the city. We actually got permission because when you're film students and part of a film school, you can get permission. We actually shot that at the Sydney Opera House. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah, that was, um, anyway, that, that was good fun. Yeah. Wow. See, wow. now I, I got to go to Australia. You you would love Australia. Most most Americans love it. It's very it's very much like here, but more laid back because they're less people. So, um, you know, it's 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 a great place. I do love Australia. I, I hear it's more dangerous though. No way. No. How so? No. Um, oh, uh, the the creatures like like you have... creatures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Creatures. That, that's, like, creatures. That, that's that's like when you go out in the the outback in the bush. That's like you in in the towns. No, there's like. It's safe as much. Yeah. yeah, you got to watch out for the giant toads there. Yeah. Well, I, you, you see these pictures of, of giant spiders and yeah, then... Yeah, there are, there are dangerous spiders, yes. But, I mean, it's really, you know, it's, it's, it's no. I mean, that's, the, you know, the chances are of you encountering one when you in the city. Is okay. The outback no. in Australia. Mm-hmm. Normal daytime in L.A. Yeah, I'd go to Australia too. Yeah. I, I, I got. I, I hear you also got to be, be uh, beware of the drop bears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that. Now that, that there are so many legends and myths about drop bears, it's like it was one of the first things I was told. But the thing with Australia is, um, if you haven't seen Australia, you you do have to be out and see a little bit of the country and see kangaroos because. Okay. Kangaroos, like everyone thinks they're these cute things. They're actually quite scary when you see them in the in the flesh. They're pretty big. Yeah. Um, and um and it's just that yeah, it's uh, no, it's 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 a great place and it's very um the people are very friendly and it's just very laid back. It's um 
you know, it's, 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 it is a great place to live. So, so, so drop bears are a thing. I thought they were just koalas that, you know, you call drop bears just to scare people. No, no, no. They, okay. yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, no, koala, yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not koalas. Yeah, they're just like, it's, no. it's, yeah. Now, when you did, when you lived there, did you visit New Zealand? I haven't. I want to though. My my mom and my mom and my sister have. I would love to see New Zealand. It looks like the most gorgeous country. That's on my bucket list. Oh yeah, definitely mine too. Is it Angel Falls that's in New Zealand? I have no idea. The waterfall that when you stand at the bottom, it's one of the one of the largest waterfalls. But when you stand at the bottom, oh, really? it actually looks like it's flowing up instead of down. Oh, uh, I think I, I think it is. And I I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. But yeah, it's. Wow. But it's supposed to be beautiful, so it's on my bucket list. Yes. No, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. You you know, you look at anything outside of New England, and and it's like you know. Well, New England, New England is beautiful in its own right. I love New England. It's so beautiful, and you know, I mean, where'd we go last Saturday? Oh, East Cuddy Bumfuck, right? Greenfield, or some shit. Yeah, I was in the middle of fucking Noah. We had yeah. to drive across. We had to drive across the freaking brook just to get to the field we were supposed Gorgeous. to. Oh, lovely. You know, but no, you know, there's beautiful, there's beautiful, uh, beautiful country up here. It is. It's beautiful. I love it. My sister-in-law. There's none of it in Connecticut for some reason, but. I've only, you know, I've got to admit, I've only ever taken a train through Connecticut. I've never actually been there, but I saw it. I saw it look beautiful. He's but just bust, he's busting on me because I'm in Connecticut. So I know, I know, but I, I think it looks gorgeous. I, the the yeah. East Coast a bit in the West Coast any day. Yeah, the uh, so um, yeah, the 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 coast in Connecticut's really good. If you go like inwards, it's uh, you know, and some of the cities are a bit crazy, but yeah, the coast is okay. Other than Hartford, it's just dead. Yeah, well, you can get a little scary too, New Haven, and uh, yeah. Well, Vegas is a city that never sleeps. Hartford is a city that's always asleep. <laughs> really? Seems awake when I'm leaving work at, you know, 4.30. Well, well <laughs> what I'm saying is I, I've done events down in, in Hartford, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, because the events are on the weekend, and, like, everybody leaves Hartford on the weekend. You know, the event, the event closes at 5 or 6 o'clock. You can watch these two. It's like the it's like the Jeff and Leo show up there. There's nothing there. There's no people. There's nothing. I think I think when you're so close to New York, it's kind of like why wouldn't you go to the Big Apple if you could? If you're that close, you know it's um. See, that's where we film is New York, but we don't go to the city. We go upper state, right on the Hudson. Oh, oh, okay, yes, lovely. Yeah. So we're up in the country area, which is nice. That's nice. That is nice. Yes. But all right. Anyway, so <laughs> as Leo said earlier, I'm getting in on this. Shut up. <laughs> as Leo said earlier, we have mentioned that you were uh, you were born and raised in Zimbabwe. Yes. Um, and you lived there till about 2005. Yes. And there was a reason why you left. Would you like to uh, fill? fill in the the listeners and viewers i mean what was mostly political um i mean for those of you who don't know zimbabwe up until four years ago was ruled by dictator robert mugabe who had been in power his it was in power 37 years altogether and it pretty much things were getting intimidating um they were 
it got this pe- people were getting attacked for their political beliefs. I mean, not like here where you get verbally attacked, like people were getting beaten up and killed. Um, oh. And um, so we got out. And I also made a documentary where I interviewed um, Zimbabwean refugees, people who'd had to leave. And so, yeah, so the bottom line is I can't go back to Zimbabwe. I mean, I possibly could now because Mugabe's dead, but it's um, under Mugabe, I could not go back because the law there, when Mugabe passed a law saying that if you spread anti-government information internationally, you can they can take away your passport and put you in jail for 20 years. And um, and I, I wasn't going to be taking that risk. So, um, you know, so that, so that was kind of it. So, yeah, I did. It was very anti-Mugabe, this documentary I did. And... Um, but it was actually, it was great. It was great making it. And I met some amazing people who had some incredible stories. Right, right. Wow. And it was so important to get that out. I mean, yeah, you know. to me, to me, that's a very, out of everything that you've done, all these, you know, great films and the writing and the directing and producing, that to me is, is who you really are. But it took guts and balls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, and actually, and I actually, well, I, I you know, I mean, having said that, you know, don't give me too much glory because I did actually make it from the safety of Australia. These refugees were living in Australia, which, um, and, um, but, um, uh, and, uh, but even in Australia, I had some people who wouldn't meet with me and who backed out of interviews because they'd had such horrific experiences, um, that they were terrified. They just, they, they refused. Um, some of them, I mean, if you, if you watch documentaries, most of them, you know, some give their names courageously, others, some choose to remain anonymous, but, um, it's, and then one guy I think just gives his first name. He doesn't give his last name, but it's just, yeah, but it was very, um, but yeah, it was interesting. Just people who had, had really, really bad things happen. Um, they were just so traumatized, even though they were living across the world, they just didn't want to risk anything. Now so, is that um, is that available to watch still? Um, no, I can I can give you a copy. <laughs> I would I would love to see it. I mean, and and if people are looking for it out there, I believe the name of it is "A Stranger in My Homeland." Yes. Yes. And you, did, from what I've read, and I don't know if it's true, but you actually won awards for that documentary. Yes, we did. We did. We won. We won a a, a lot of awards. Um, and um, we won. Um. Uh, you know, we we, um, we we screened on a few festivals that dealt with human rights and stuff because that's that's pretty much the message of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was you know looking at the situation in Zimbabwe and um, right. you won best director for that. I did, yes, yes, that was that that was yeah my directing debut. Yeah, I mean, what a way to start off, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, well, this is the thing. Like, I'm not I'm not really a documentary maker, but when a, that was a topic that. I was just very passionate about and um and it was also frustrating because people often you know this is the thing when when we were in zimbabwe and there were all these horrible things happening around us i can remember turning on the news and we'd put on cnn bbc and my mom was like why aren't they reporting what's happening here you know they were reporting on everything else happening in the world so we um you know and i i kind of wanted people to know so that was that was my that was my reason for doing it but yeah I commend you for that, actually. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it also it says here that you're heavily involved in the Save Zimbabwe movement as well. Still, is that correct? Yes. It's. Okay. I mean, it's just any opportunity to help Zimbabweans. You know, it's like, I mean, even now Mugabe's gone. Um, it's still. I mean, the country's still in a very bad way. Um, you know, economically, socially. Um, and so yeah. So you know, I just. Try you know try and get people involved in um, 
you know, in, 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 help, in helping out people, donating money, you know, I mean, so many people that are starving and it's just, it's very, it's very sad, but there is, um, you know, there is a fantastic website, which came around about, gosh, probably about five years ago now called World Remit, where you can actually send money to people in Zimbabwe and they get it right away. And it's like, um, and it's, ver it's safe. They're, they're as safe as anything. And they, um, and they communicate with you as well. Cause the first time I did it, I was really hesitant. I thought, who are these people? I'm trusting them with my money, but they're, they're really good. And if there's ever a problem with the money, they will text you or call you. And, um, yeah, so it's a site called world remit, which is just something that people, and it don't, they don't just send money to Zimbabwe, it's anywhere in the world. Um, and it's, a it's, a it's, 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 you know, I think it's been, I think it's helped a lot of people that site. Yeah. Now, where, where exactly is Zimbabwe? It is, um, it's, it's landlocked. It's, it's just north of South Africa. Okay. All right. So it's down, it's, it's down, down in the, the southern, southern part. Africa. Okay. <laughs> but it's okay. not South Africa. That's what I have to stress. <laughs> right. But it's like, we have a, like an American Canadian thing that you guys have. It's when people say to you, oh, you're from South Africa. And you're just kind of like, no, I'm from Zimbabwe. <laughs> it's kind of like, so I've just got to stress it. They're two different countries. Kind of like North America, South America. Yeah, North America, right. South America, America, Canada. It's like, right. um, you know, it's the same. Um, Australia, New Zealand. Um, it's, you know, it's the same. It's, you know, there's the same. People kind of associate them with each other because then you're by. But when you're from those places, you kind of like, no, no, no. We are different to them. Right. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I knew where it was, but I wanted our people listening to know oh, where it was. Sure, oh. you did, Jeff. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I googled that shit. Okay. Did you? Yeah, I did. I had to. <laughs> I was curious, actually. I mean, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of little countries in Africa. A lot well, of them. What's, what's very funny is that I once was going for a job interview where I had to get fingerprints and all of that. And, you know, um, I go to the place, they, and um, fill out the paperwork, and I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and eventually this police officer, you know, is like, woman comes out and says to me, there's a problem. And I said, what? She said, your country is not in our database. It doesn't exist. Kind of I said, like, what? Yeah. yeah. And I said, well, it used to be called Rhodesia. Look up Rhodesia. Rhodesia is not in there either. And so I was like, well, what do I do? Because place of birth, I'm born in this place, which is not in this this database and i said eventually they ended up just putting it down in south africa which i had to settle for that because <laughs> yeah but it was very it was very funny that being you know it was like no and i eventually i remember i actually brought up a map on my phone i was like see it does exist i didn't make this place up <laughs> well that's odd was that going for a job in the states or in in uh no, in... that was here in california yeah really wow yeah wow yeah. no um no we know it exists See, she's right there. <laughs> yeah, but I could, I could be lying. I could really just be from, you know, pouring no, out no, um, story. Um, I think, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff and Leo, but Chloe is now the second actress that we've had on this year from Zimbabwe. Oh. Yes. Correct? That is correct. Oh, who was the first? Oh, I knew she was going to ask me that. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you loaded man. yourself with that one, but no, right. it's, um, you are right. Hold on. I'll tell you. you keep, keep chatting. I'll tell you in two seconds. No, I know you're <laughs> right because um, when, I was, when I was doing my research, um, it dawned on me that. Valerie Jane know, Parker. Yes. Ah. Yep. How dare yep. she? I'm supposed to be the only Zimbabwean. 
I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, obviously it not because it doesn't exist. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yes. <laughs> but we proved that it does exist twice. Twice. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, that's kind of odd, actually. Yeah, right? That's funny. It's like, and it's, 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 um, yeah, that is so funny. I'm going to have to talk to Clint over at October Coast how we got the interview with you. But that was the same gentleman that got us the interview with Valerie Jane. I'm going to be like, are you targeting That's so funny. amazing people from Zimbabwe here? What's going on? I'm just curious. That's so funny. <laughs> so yeah. besides, besides uh, you know, uh, producing and, and directing, uh, what do you do in your off time or also uh, in res retrospect, uh, what did you do during 2020 to keep yourself sane? Right. Well, I, I just say I, I don't direct not okay. normally that's the, the documentary I'm, I'm a writer actor okay. but um uh, but yeah um well I, I, we work on the edit and um and then 2020 was great because i actually a friend of my dad wanted his biography written and was looking for a writer and like the timing could not have been more perfect because this was for lockdown i needed something to do and um so i wrote his biography um and that 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 was that was fantastic it was i think had i not had that to occupy me with during lockdown i probably would have gone crazy but um but yes no i do i do i do um a bit of script editing um but yeah my i mean my main love is acting and writing those are my main passions yep now your mom is an artist that's right now what kind of art because art um, being an artist can, can encompass so many different my things. My mom is one of these artists who is incredibly talented at whatever she paints. She does a lot of still lifes, a lot of landscapes. She has got done numerous portraits of my sister and I, where she always flatters us. Um, but um, she can literally, I mean, she can paint anything. She's very, very, you know, she loves to do seascapes. Um, she, 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 she loves the ocean. My parents live five minutes from the beach, so she... Um, she's done the most amazing seascapes, um, and in, and in Africa she used to do a lot of amazing landscapes. So, um, yep, she is incredibly talented. I I don't know which end of the pencil to hold up when it comes to drawing, but um, it was just uh, you know. But she, um, yeah, she she literally. But yeah, I think I mean I think her she does she her portraits and seascapes. I think are her two main loves. No, oh, okay, cool. She's um. She's always she's always doing something, you know. Every time I talk to her on Skype, um, or you know, she'll always be showing me what she's painting at the moment. And um, yeah, it's, yeah. Now, is there is there any way to find her work? Uh, you know, I she did have a website. She was composing. I've got to ask her about that. I think um, I think it is AnnetteKeeliff.com. Uh, if I look that up now, she did have um. Yes, yes, AnnetteKeeliff.com. Can you put that in the comments? I got it. Yes. You got it? Yeah. I like good artwork. Yeah, no, she is. I mean, maybe I'm biased, but I think she's incredibly talented. Well, of course you're biased. It's your mother. Yes. yes. Uh, That's to be expected. Yes. Well, she thinks everything I do is wonderful as well, which is why I never go to her when I have a script, because she'll tell me it's excellent when it sucks. So um, there are disadvantages to that. So that's in the chat. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Yep. I took it right off my my show notes. Oh. <laughs> but I just let you guys run with the show tonight. I'm having fun just sitting back and watching. 
Well, since, since uh, we can also make it full screen and just... Uh... Well, hi, that's great. I mean, hold on. Yeah, I did. I actually did a pretty good job on the lineup today. Yeah. Nice. Getting a little oh, see, grayer, though. I didn't shave. Yeah, this is from traveling to New York for a year with Jeff. A little gray in here. Was that because of my driving? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, really? No, your driving's fine. I usually just, knock I, about 20 minutes off the estimated time of arrival, though. Yeah, yeah. I usually get in the truck and I look at him and go, did you double dose your CBD before we leave? And he goes, no. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> if he says, yeah, I'm like, okay, it's going to be a smooth ride. He's not going to be screaming at everybody. No, that's more important when we have to go to the cities. Yeah. Because I don't like cities. Oh, yeah, me too. I and Every other car is the enemy. I get it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's in the fast lane doing 85. Somebody's doing the speed limit, and he's screaming at him. Uh, yeah, well, like, you, you didn't see me on way, my way over here tonight, today, when I was running late. I was like, I was on the horn at the minute the light turned green if they didn't move. <laughs> I think that will go, who the hell's that crazy bitch? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a show to get on. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with an aggressive woman. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. Right? Cool. Did I miss Leo, anything? Leo looked like he was going to say something. Well, I, I was going to say something about traffic, but I'm trying to limit my, my off comments. But uh, Why? Don't we know. don't. Okay. Well, see, like in Connecticut, you know, especially driving through Hartford, if you're doing like 20 over the speed limit, you're in the slow lane. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, it's funny. Like I am, I'm, I get, I do get very, um, yeah, I don't like driving in cities, but also I, I avoid the freeways because I don't know whether it comes from that. I grew up in a country where we drive on the other side of the road, but I freak out on the freeways. And I think I'm the car you all hate on the freeway. I'm that slow person. All the cars just fly past me and I'm just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. So if I can avoid the freeway, I always do. I just hate it. I hate that. Sometimes you can't though. Sometimes you actually have to take it. Otherwise, it's going to take you an extra hour. But um, yeah, I'm not a freeway person. Especially in California, it's like takes three hours just to get down the freeway. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's just it's terrible. Yeah, but but some, yeah. Interestingly enough, my GPS. I always consult my GPS, and sometimes a day, like usually around now, it's what five in the evening. Sometimes it actually takes the same amount of time if you're going the freeway or not going the freeway. So I'll just always not go it because I just think, yeah. Well, I don't blame you there. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, see, we're all, you know, if we want to get anywhere here, you got to take the freeway because it's yeah, yeah, everything. So uh, otherwise, it's a long way guy. around. Oh, backroads. Yeah, Tom says he's a backroads guy, but yes, I mean, Tom exactly. Morris. Yeah, I'm a backroads guy. Yeah. I like the backroads too, though. But I, usually, I, if they're dirt and I can slide sideways and. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> Except the problem sometimes with the, the back roads is sometimes, is, you know, um, I, I always find that, you know, sometimes like I feel like I'm jinxed if I'm running late and I'll take the back roads and I will to choose the back road where a garbage truck is choosing to do a U-turn. <laughs> you know, like yeah, that ever happened to you at the road, and then you look at the cars behind you and it's like, no, hurry up. <laughs> I usually hit the school buses. Oh, yep. I hate those. Yes, the school yep. buses or, or the cyclists who just come in front of you, and it's like, dude, I'm always terrified of hitting a cyclist. I'm just like, <laughs> right. well, around here, a lot of them tend to ride right in the middle of the road. Yes, same here, same here. It's just, um, yeah, it, it drives me crazy. Was um, that a reference to last weekend? 
because that's what happened last weekend. We were oh, heading man. to Greenfield. Yeah, yep. there was like seven of them. They just went whoop right in front of us. And he's like, what the hell happened? I'm yeah, like, hey, it's Michelin yeah. on Schwinn Day. Let's go. Move. <laughs> yeah, that drives me crazy. Yep. Yeah, because they're supposed to obey the laws of the road, just like an automobile. No, but it's like it's like they know they have this power over you and that they have this, I can do anything and it won't be my fault attitude. And it's just... Yeah, and I've got this attitude of, good thing you got your helmet on, buddy. Boom. <laughs> I, I tell you, there, there is a really terrible meme going around. I don't know if you saw it. And I hope I don't offend all your listeners, but it's a photo. Of oh, you can't guy. offend our listeners, trust no. me. <laughs> well, it's a photo of a guy, and he's got this look of relief, and it says that feeling when you think you hit a dog, but you actually hit a cyclist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Actually, that is great. That's great. <laughs> As I'm an animal lover, so I had yeah. to crack up with that. Um, oh, right. No, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. My kitty cat actually was just in here for about a half an hour. Oh, she was like, you're also, she, I, I'm a crazy cat woman. What kind of kitty do you have? Uh, tabbies. <gasps> Me too. I have one tabby and one black. They're actually brother and sister. Their mom was just a real slut. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a brother and sister. Right. And I have two solid black cats. Oh, yeah? Oh, gorgeous. That, yeah, they are. I, I have, yeah. No, well, my, my little girl's solid black. Well, I think no, she's actually got a little bit of funny she knows i'm talking about her she's pricking up her ears it's amazing mm -hmm. you know um she's got like a bit of like a sort of gin uh, not a ginger like a brownish on her and my tabby i think is just a full tabby yep but yeah no i'm i'm a crazy cat lady it's just yeah <laughs> good to know yeah <laughs> I, I, you, you've uh, ben you've gone up in my estimation that much that you have a cat that you know you're a cat person it's like haha <laughs> -ha, wow yeah, hey, see, I, I, I mean, I, look behind me. See all my cats? Oh, you too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Love it. Yeah, I, I'm the lone dog guy. My my wife has oh. my wife has our dog and uh, took her over to her parents to go swimming. So it's. Uh, I mean, I, I love dogs too. They're just not as good as cats. Yeah. <laughs> right. You don't have to pick a poop up. Yeah, well, exactly. You kind of do, but not you really. You kind of do, but it's like, but they usually do it when they're trying to tell you something, like they pissed at you or something. But yeah. um, no, I mean, we got ours when they were eight weeks and they were, um, they, it's like, how do they know how to use a litter box? It just amazed me. They just know. <laughs> but they're also, um, I always say, you know, dogs are sluts. They like everyone. They, <laughs> whereas like when a cat likes you, you know you're worth it. It's just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, cat, cats have an attitude. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I, I heard something totally horrible uh, the other day. Uh, somebody at work said, uh, you know, after the apocalypse, the world's going to be run by cats because uh, dogs are too dumb to make it out of the house. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny when you say cats having an attitude. My kitties are actually, I've had several friends now who describe them as puppy kitties because they are the friendly, they love people. They are, they are so, um, they will run up to whenever we have guests, they'll come and sniff them. And it's like, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. Um, it's like they are very, they, they, they definitely are people cats. Well, yeah, my, my cats are too. But when I say they have an attitude, it's like, you know, uh, one will jump up on my lap and want to be patted and purring. Yes, and yes. In the blink of an eye, that prick turns around and I'm all done. See oh, yeah. you later. 
Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's an attitude. Hilarious. Yeah, you you can't um yeah no, but it's oh but no, I love that you're a cat person. Always See, mine, have that. Yeah, mine doesn't do that. Yeah, no um, I went. But, no, but they're I, very particular about who they go to too. Yes. yes. Ours too. It's uh, yeah. It's like they're very um. Yeah. They just they they yeah. They they're very particular and they but they, yeah. They 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 gorgeous little creatures. Okay. Well, that was a whole conversation about kitty cats. Yes. I was going to use the right. other word, but I See, thought it was, I for all the people that stayed tuned in, you didn't know we were going to be talking about p- a cats. About <laughs> cats. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, they are they are perfect creatures. All right, Leo. On that note. I'm hungry. You're hungry? Ah, okay. Yeah, didn't you look at the time, Leo? It's quarter past eight. He's hungry. Oh, yeah. it's uh... Oh, wow. It's yeah. dinner time for Jeffrey. So what are you having tonight, Jeffrey? Yeah, what um, are you having, Jeffrey? Leftover ribs. Oh, nice. Okay. We've got to stop because you're having fucking leftovers. Yes. It's like, <laughs> really? Well, because Ann went out. She was out tonight. So I was on my own. Okay, is it is it takeout or is it uh No, they, they came from um the Outback <laughs> a couple of nights ago. Oh, Out Outback Steakhouse? Yes. I didn't I ask if they were takeout. I thought you did, but you know what? I did see him drinking a beer. Oh, <laughs> beer has nothing to do with it. It was the gummy before the show. Oh, I I I neither confirm nor deny. Well, on that note, (laughs) I want to thank everybody for watching this fine evening. And, uh, you know, we definitely urge you to check out uh, Chloe and uh, her movie, Introducing Jodea. And uh, we have a bunch of information shown us up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And uh, all the links where you can follow Chloe as well. Uh, So, uh, Chloe, where do you like people interacting with you on social media? Um, uh, My Instagram, um, Chloe Trakos Official, or... um... Um, I, I have a Facebook page too, just Chloe Tracos, and um, or just my IMDb is cool. Um, so yeah, just whatever. Um, you know, it's yeah, Instagram is probably the best. Sounds good. And uh, Jeffrey, don't even bother trying to interact with me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Facebook, I'll answer Facebook. Look me up. Uh, Talking with the Dead. Uh, the best place to get in touch with us is on uh, stilltoken.com. Uh, send us some emails uh, right through there. Uh, we'll get right back to you. <laughs> sure. You know, don't Google me, though. You can Google Leo. <laughs> but don't, don't Google me. There's too, yeah. there's, there's too many of me's out there. Yeah. You'll just get really fucking confused. You might have. I mean, there's someone with your name who's a criminal, right? <laughs> well, doesn't everybody have somebody with their name that's well, a criminal? Actually, actually what, one of the guys who directed my last movie, there was actually a pedophile who had the same name as him. <laughs> so he had to like he has to like use his initial. Oh <laughs> no! Right? <laughs> it's like a. That's great. Yeah, it's that's not. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, thankfully, Tracos is an unusual name, so it's. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that too much. <laughs> Benjamin. Uh, no, you forgot yourself. I did. Oh, you yeah. Did. Okay, well, for oh, me. Yeah. 
Uh, for me, just Google Leo Pond. You find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. I'm not going to say which is which, but more importantly, follow these awesome people. And uh, for me, I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network. Over uh, actually 40 shows on the network, which is absolutely insane. Uh, a lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. Matter of fact, we're going to be doing a show in about 45 minutes tonight. We're going to be talking about Jaws and uh, Loki Episode 3 and a bunch of other stuff. What? What? Nothing. What did you say? Me. I didn't do nothing. Did you just call me a nerd? No. no. He was trying to do the Jaws sound. No, actually, I said nerd. <laughs> oh, you did. <laughs> uh, I, I don't mind. It's, it's I prefer dork. Nerds at heart, Leo. It's okay. Everybody's mute a dork em. in their own way, you know. It's, mute them. Uh... Mute them. Just mute them. So, so I, I, never, never. Yeah, I'll help you. <laughs> Uh, well, while you're muted, real quick, uh, Chloe, what makes you a dork uh, besides filmmaking? What are you dorky oh. about? Oh, I'm dorky about so many things. I mean, I was a total dork in school. I was I, I was never with the in crowd. I, I think I'm a dork in that whatever mainstream does, I tend to do the opposite. Okay. <laughs> so it can be anything. Whatever's fashionable, I'm not going to like it. Um, <laughs> Isn't that being a rebel? Uh, I, I, I'm actually, it's not deliberate though. I just generally find I'm, I'm like that. That's <laughs> just, um, uh, but yeah, I, um, what am I dorky about? I, I love old movies. That's nice. one thing I'm really dorky about. I, um, and I have my, I, and I love old uh, musical soundtracks. That's another thing. Um, and yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think those are my two main ones, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, but what's one of your favorite old movies? Uh, well, my favorite movie of all time is My Fair Lady, which, as you can see, there are elements of that in Jodea. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, so many. I love Casablanca. I love um, I um, uh, Charade, um, uh, To Catch a Thief. Um, so many. I love Hitchcock. Um, basically, any Hitchcock film I love. Um, Very nice. Yeah. So I um yeah 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 those, those are, I mean those are some of you I could I could be here all day but I love um yeah I I do I do have a thing for old movies awesome um, yeah very cool nice yeah. um, well we know Jeff's dorky about ribs <laughs> <laughs> uh, Benjamin take us out so like Jeff said you can find us on all social media platforms uh, your best bets going to stilltoking.com. you can find out everything you want to know about us from the comic books to the filming. To this amazing show with amazing guests like Chloe, um, but to all our veterans and first responders, we want to thank you for doing what you do every day so people like us can do what we do every day. We're out of here. Be safe. We'll see you next week. Bye. Peace out. Thank you. Thank you.